Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Bird Brothers podcast. I'm your host, Falcon, joined by the always cunning Condor. How are you doing today, Condor? Oh, well, hello there, Falcon. Well, as I look outside my window, it is indeed a winter wonderland, if I do say so myself. Have you been hit by the winter wonderland, too? Surprisingly, yes. It never snows in Nashville. We just get ice, but there's just, like, snow everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah, I was told that Tennessee like never was, going see this. Getting, uh, was going to be getting snow. I'm like, oh, so he'll be getting snow, too. But yes, it mm-hmm. is a snowy day, the very first snow of the year, only seven days into the year. We have already gotten snow. It's kind of like also the big snowfall of the winter of this Indeed time. That's right. Indeed. It is a beautiful day to talk about card games and anime. Whoa. Crazy. So if you lovely people do not know, today we are talking about a card game anime that is really good. It's not that popular, but I actually kind of really I actually kind of really dig it after playing with it and like learning the system. That's right, everybody. We are talking about you Vanguard! Yeah. That's right. Talking We're talking card about fight. Card Fight Vanguard. And the anime we watched was the newest one. It is called Card Fight Vanguard Overgers. It is to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Vanguard. And uh, we watched the first two seasons of it. We watched 25 episodes, me and Falcon. So now we're going to talk a little bit about it and stuff. You know, Falcon, if you're you paying attention, why don't you give us a little synopsis of the anime? First and foremost, I want to tell you how it got its name. Do you know how it got its name? Because people wore too fan? many clothes? No. I, I, no, 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 no. I don't know how it got it because one of the mechanics is called overdress in it. I don't know. <laughs> Being logical here, no, 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 no. It got its name because Yu Yu wears a dress over his clothes. What? Crazy. If we weren't recording live, I would leave the thing right now just for that poor <laughs> joke. Uh, it was a pretty terrible one, wasn't it? But yes, so uh, overdress is the newest card fight anime. And uh, it is about this guy named Yuyu Kondo. Uh, he's kind of a pushover. He's very timid. He just kind of lets people do whatever they want to do. Uh, but uh, he ends up getting upset one day and running out and uh, ends up meeting some people who show him what card fighting is. And that, uh, you know, during card fighting, uh, even the weakest people can have a all out brawl with the strongest people that they normally wouldn't be able to do with, you know, the fisticuffs. Um yeah, and uh, it's about, uh, it's not even really about the card fighting as much in this one. It's more about uh, the characters kind of growing and learning as people through being able to uh, card fight with people with opposing ideals. That was a pretty good good synopsis of the show, show. yeah. Yeah. So just to let everybody know, I mean, me and Falcon have had a prior Vanguard experience prior to this anime, but this, let's just say before, I think I played it like once, and I kind of liked it, but at the time I was kind of like, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is just better, I'm more familiar with it, you know, this is, here I am now, older, dumber, Yu-Gi-Oh! is hard for me, I don't know why. All the moves, like thinking, I think it's just when I play Yu-Gi-Oh, I have to think about my entire deck at all times. So I have to think about what's in my deck and what to do. And that just, honestly, it just hurts my brain. Maybe that means I'm dumb. Maybe that means I, I'm not very smart. I have no idea. Vanguard. Oh, my friend over here was like, yo, you should play Vanguard with me. And I'm like, ah, I was a little hesitant at first because I'm not 
really, I'm not really good at card games and stuff, to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know, my friend kept asking me, like, oh, come on, we should play, we should play. Vanguard's so cool. The new anime is really great. Oh, I'm like, okay, I'll play Vanguard. Sure, why not? So we got this little app and if you're a vanguard player and you don't know there's this there's this thing called a card fight area you could find it uh if you just google it you could download it it's like a little application you can like go to like play vanguard and like build decks and stuff super cool uh you gave me a deck we played i think i won my very first time as well and i'm like holy crap this is really fun and it's easy Mm -hmm. and it's super cool uh, if you don't know what Vanguard is, we're not going to go into any uh, specific uh, instructions on how to play it because that would take too long. And it's not that type mm-hmm. of podcast. However, we will tell you that the new mechanics that Overdress bring to the game, which help it a lot. And I, I, I can attest to that. So if you ever get one of the starter decks like I have right here for the people who will be watching in 2080, um, there's two new mechanics on the back. It says right here. So one of them. It's called a ride deck. So basically, uh, for the people who uh, who play Vanguard or who don't play Vanguard, basically, uh, to your Vanguard is like the main, the main, your main like guy. It's like your avatar in a sense, right? So basically, um, you would have to you start off at grade zero and you go up to like one, two, and three, uh, and you know each turn you go up, you go up to one and then two into three. But you have to have the card in your hand already, and if you mm-hmm. don't have the card in your hand, you cannot. Uh, you cannot uh, grade up to anything at all, which means it's really bad. And I mean, if the other player can do it, then you're kind of screwed because you know the more mm-hmm. powerful the grade, the more powerful the card. So, uh, the ride deck basically is a little like side deck on the side, and basically you can't like you don't like switch cards like an actual side deck, but basically it's like to help you basically make your vanguard grade up easier basically the only thing you have to do is you have to discard a card from your hand to ride from the ride deck it's super easy it's super essential it makes the game flow a lot better i've actually played without the ride deck i remember the first time i played with that because we were were trying to play like all the different like areas me and my friend oh my Mm -hmm. god it was so oh my god i will say that uh the original vanguard it's so much harder to get up but the cards are just way more op in like the original yeah, uh, I the only cards I have are from the original, um, and I feel like the original I got to play once. There was one guy who I met through playing the Final Fantasy trading card game who like borrowed a Vanguard deck from a friend, I think, and we had like one match, and it was it was a lot of fun, but it was one easy to get bricked because you might just never draw your next level cards, or two, uh, if you got set up really early on, it was very easy just to like steamroll everybody. I only played yeah, it once or twice. Um, and I didn't like the like nation that I picked at the time. It was just I bought the cheapest starter deck I could find because I wanted to buy the cards, but then I couldn't find people to play with. because uh, I was in college at the time, so I didn't have much money. So I was like, oh, this is this one's like five bucks cheaper than the rest. I'll buy it. Um and it wasn't a bad deck. I just didn't like the play style with it. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I think the overdress system would probably help it out. I've not played it since Oh, maybe, it would de- definitely hundred percent the the, the card, card fight, fight area. I we sent can, you the link. We can record card fight battles to put on the channel, Condor. That would be great. <laughs> I would love to do that, actually. I <laughs> uh, have to do that soon. But yeah, uh, but if you want to know how to play the game and you don't want to just like read the rules online, I will say the very original season of the anime, the first one, they teach you how to play by the rules. So you can watch the first like three or four episodes and figure out how to play like the base format of the game without the overdress rules. It's um, also not really a hard game to learn. I actually didn't no. like watch the anime or anything. I mean, I actually watched the original anime now that I think about it, like a long time ago, back when mm-hmm. I was in high school. With our boy, Aichi Sendo. 
with Aichi, yeah, I'm the the original series. And uh but my friend my friend taught me as we like played our first game and like uh, I, I just kind of like picked up on things like as we go and you'll you'll pick up things and you'll like understand like it's not that very hard of a game. So the ride deck really helps uh make the game flow a lot easier makes it go faster i've had a lot of close battles with my friend i'll tell you that and they were all really like tense all coming up to like the decks and the triggers i have to pull it was really good there was this one time where oh my god it was this was this was i was uh i think i was using the bastion deck and and he was using the, the magnolia deck which is megumi's deck and uh he was doing like the six attacks on me and I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose. I'm on the last. I'm on like, I, I managed to survive four of the attacks. I was at four damage. He does the fifth attack. I take the fifth damage. I, he goes to the sixth attack. I can't guard. I draw. It's a heel trigger. Yeah, let's go. Heel trigger, save me. I don't mm -hmm. lose, and then I just win the next turn. See, it, it, there's a lot of luck in the game as well. I'll tell you that. Which, which, I mean, a lot of people might find unfair, but to be perfectly honest, it, it actually the luck is a really nice factor because. Compared to like Yu-Gi-Oh, where oh here I am with my awesome strategies, let me unleash them so my opponent can't play any single card. Whereas in Vanguard, even if your opponent does stuff like that, you'll still have like your time to mm -hmm. shine with your tactics and stuff, which makes it really good. So yeah, anyway, they can, they can have about... their their full like great combo, and you're just like, oh nope, my perfect guard doesn't go through. Exactly. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like nope, too bad. And then, so that's basically the ride deck. Basically, the ride deck helps like make things go like a lot smoother for the transition and overall like flow of the game. And then you have the over trigger, which is a new trigger, which basically, uh, it like super buffs your opponent. It, it, it I wouldn't say insta win because we've seen a few times in the show where yeah. the people got the over trigger and they still lose. So, um, but basically, like if you 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 can only activate it if you draw it for a trigger check at any time so basically there's like some cards like actually i have one in, in this deck right here let me actually pull it out real quick and uh i can like explain it a lot better here it is it's a little weird one i don't think I, we've seen this one in the anime uh basically so. so basically it basically it uh it gives plus 100 million to any card you want if you draw it for a trigger 100 million so keep in mind that's a lot. So basically, it's gonna basically like an OP strong and OP like attack. And basically, like some of them have different effects. This one, um, additional effect. Choose one of your units, and it gets one hundred million until end of turn. So it looks like you could do it like twice. You give two units one hundred million. So that's this one's effect. There are some effects that are like, oh, if they have to, they they have to guard with like three cards or. They can't perfect guard or something like that. So like mm -hmm. each of the each of the over triggers have like different like abilities. It's just like I've actually played with them. Honestly, it's really cool. Sometimes, sometimes it's really annoying because I when I played with my friend at the first time, I actually won three of my games with drawing the over trigger. <laughs> and he he was so pissed off. I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't help it. He's like, how do you keep getting the over trigger? I'm like, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> so yeah uh basically and there's also the overdress uh mechanic which is basically something only you use deck will knows about like we'll talk about it more when we talk about uu but basically those are like the new mechanics that overdress bring to the the card game would you say they are nice additions mr falcon from what i understand of the game yeah i enjoyed them a lot the ride deck is super helpful and it helps the, again, mm -hmm. it helps the flow a lot better. Well, that's enough about the mechanics. Why don't we talk about the anime itself, huh? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
All right, here we go. We're going to talk about some characters, some of the main characters of the show. Here we go. Let's do it, Falcon. Put up the first character. It's our boy Yu-Yu Kondo. Whoa, I want to live in a condo. I do too. It'd be nice. All right, so our boy Yu-Yu Kondo, he's basically the main character of Overdress. Mm -hmm. He is a guy... But some people think he's a girl because he can pull up girl clothes really well. And he has a very yep, yep. feminine voice as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's a guy who he's really it's really hard for him to say no to people. Basically, he's kind of like nervous and shy and stuff. And he he basically uh, his sisters and mom always like to dress him up in girls clothes and put makeup on him and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, tease mm-hmm. him a little bit. So he runs away in the first episode as Falcon mentions before. And uh, he meets with some other people. And they take him to the little night, the night circus or amusement park area place that I'm forgetting from the top of my head. I don't know why. It's like and it's just uh, like Wonderland or something. I don't think Wonderland, it. yeah. Take him to Wonderland. Uh, it's kind of weird because I remember when I watched the first episode. I'm like, you know, honestly, looking at this from another different perspective, it's kind of like suspicious. Oh, hey, let's take them to this night place where all these people mm-hmm. gather. Nothing suspicious about that. Yeah, nothing at all. What are you Nothing talking? at all. Yeah, no, no, no. But uh, basically, Yu Yu does not know anything about the game going into it, and he's still like kind of a like a new a newbie, in a sense. Mm-hmm. His deck type, as his nation down there, as you could see on the screen, or as we're gonna tell you, is called the Dragon Empire, and his yes. main deck revolves around tr- the Trick Star, which is basically mm-hmm. his like part his like partner in a sense. You know, everyone has like their like card, their ace monster or something mm-hmm. like their ace mm-hmm. card. I would say Yu Yu's would be the trickstar and the reason for that is because as i mentioned earlier he can trickstar is how you overdress and basically uh-huh. an overdress is basically think of it like a regular like soul where basically the overdress card uh you overdress on top of trickstar with like a grade two or a grade three and you can keep going from there to like grade three or grade four or whatever blah 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 and like it's like helps with like extra effects and stuff it's basically a gimmick at, at the end of the day Mm-hmm. It is basically a little gimmick, and you you can only do it in his deck. We have not seen any character so far do it yet in the uh, yep. the anime. I'm sure season three will probably change that. I'm I'm a guessing, but uh, uh, yeah, basically his ace his ace vanguard is called uh, Nirvana, and uh, basically it's pretty cool. So basically, you use deck revolves around the overdress gimmick. Uh, basically he has like a lot of cards that help power up the overdress units and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. I've actually played the deck. It's very fun to play, to be perfectly honest with you. Very easy to pick up as the main character's deck is, and the gimmick Mm -hmm. is pretty fun as well. So high recommend if you were to play, but Yu Yu himself is a pretty good character. And as the anime goes on, he learns, uh, courage and to like start speaking up and standing by for what he believes in and what he loves. Would you mm-hmm. agree, Mr. Falcon? What do you think about Mr. Kondo Yu Yu? I like him. At the start, I got worried he would stay too passive too long. Um, but he he kind of drops out of it pretty quickly. Um, so it was it was fun. I, I like I liked him. I like his character design a lot. He has a cool jacket that I really like. Oh, his jacket's pretty cool, yeah. And then I realized I dressed like him like my first year of college. I had like those really like tight skinny jeans, but all my hoodies were always too big because I could never find hoodies of the right size. So I was like, I dressed a lot like you, you, which was just not important. I just realized it as I was watching the show. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, me from college. That's me from college. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I had like oversized hoodie, tight jeans, and I never wore boots, but I had like 
high top Converse I would wear a lot. So I, I had a very similar fashion sense uh, back then. Uh, but yeah, I like him a lot. His deck's pretty cool. Uh, oh yeah, Trickstar I think is really... great. I love Trickstar and all the overdress variants of it. I think it's probably my favorite. Like, oh yeah, Varina, like, Varina, Expecta. Oh my god, that's yeah, also like cool. Trickstar is adorably cute, but then all of its forms are just like really, really cool. And I like the fact too. Usually in Vanguard, their ace monster is like their Vanguard. Trickstar is not the Vanguard. He has other monsters that are his Vanguards, but Trickstar is just like who he has like off to the side. Uh, to help like boost up everything, so I thought yeah, that was even his Vanguard nice is like helped to like boost up uh yeah, overdress as well. So basically, yeah. it's all about like the overdress units at the end mm -hmm. of the day. So yeah, so that was just a nice change instead of like in the original Aichi had Blaster Blade as his like made one, and it was the Vanguard, the big unit you'd have in the center. Uh, it was kind of nice just seeing him off to the side of you know, hey, here's here's this, this is what we're doing. He's off to the side. I have to build up my Vanguard before he can really do much. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, he's a great character. Uh, I do he like he passed the protagonist chest check. He, he passes the protagonist test. Hell yeah, um, let's go. But uh, he uh, he very much. I like the fact that since they met him as he was a girl and he was too like timid to like correct people. That for the first like half of the first season, they keep calling him like she and like uh, they're like oh it's Donji's girlfriend. He's like but I'm a boy. Like oh we know. But it's like a running gag. And I thought it would get really tiresome after a while, but they stopped doing it like right before it got annoying. So I respect the fact that they left it in there as them like teasing him, like being like a friendly tease kind of deal. I mean, they eventually drop it after a bit. But uh, yeah, they're was, trying to, the, the thing fun. about, as they say, the thing about their team is they welcome all comers. They don't yeah. care about your back at all. And they're just, I guess it's just like, as you say, it's friendly teasing. So it's pretty yeah. cool. And it was also mm -hmm. kind of a, a jab at Megumi as well because of the misunderstanding in episode yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just welcome him in like immediately. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, The uh, her name is uh, Tamari. She uh, She's a, one, a member of the team we'll talk about later, but she's also like a cop. And so the parents call like, you ran away and he's not come home. And then later on, they're like, well, you, you're pretty amazing. And the, everything that makes him comment about she and she's like, he's oh, actually no, a he's, boy. He's a boy. And they're like, what? And like, yeah, his parents called. They were worried about him not coming home, but I saw the picture and recognized. It's like, oh, he's fine. Don't, don't worry. He's with friends. Um, yeah, like it. I thought that was a lot of fun. They just kept joking. It's like, oh, this, yeah, that's Donji's new girlfriend. She's amazing. I'm a boy. We know. Like, it was just fun. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Anything else we want to say about Yu, or shall we move on to? Uh, uh, I'm a look. I I like him. He's cool. Let's move on to the next yeah. person. Do you know who Yu reminds me of the most? Who? Your your OC Makoto. Oh, this is the blue hair. <laughs> the blue hair. He's got the same like size eyes. I was like, oh. Oh, I guess he does have the same eyes, but I mean, not the height because he's just uh, my no. OC's a lot older. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw it and I was like, this is where Gondor got the idea for his OC. It's actually not. I didn't, I didn't watch this anime before. Uh, yeah, I know. I was just gonna give you crap about it. But moving on, you suck. Uh, we're going to. Uh, Look at Mr. Danji Momoyama, a.k.a. the best guy in the show. I don't care yeah. what Condor says. Uh, I mean, uh, he's a, I, he's I really a really like great him. character, but the only uh -huh. reason why I like I like Toya is because I played his deck first, and I, I love his deck, so that's that's literally why I like Toya. But Danji's a really great character as well. Why don't you give mm -hmm. us a little description of Danji, and then I'll give us a description of his deck. Yeah, so Danji's really laid back. He kind of, like, he, he just works, like, day jobs. He just kind of does random odd jobs for people who need him. That's his main goal. Uh, but he is the leader of Team Blackout, the team that uh, Yu Yu joins. 
And he's kind of, a lot of people look up to him as like a big brother kind of figure. He's always there to help people out, but he's never really serious. He loves playing card fight because he used to get into like a bunch of fights as a teenager. But like we said earlier that uh, he likes card fighting because he can have an all out brawl with people who normally he would like knock out in one punch and it just keeps it more entertaining for him. Uh, but when we meet him, he's on a, what, 27 win streak? No, it's actually no, 20, 20. 21. It's just 20. Yeah, 20. After, uh, so after episode three, is 21, and then he retires. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so people are coming to challenge him because they want to try to beat the guy who has this great win streak. Um, but he doesn't care about going, like, professional. He just likes kind of doing this as a hobby after work at night um, with all his friends who are kind of like a miniature family to him in a sense. Um, but he yeah. sees something in UU, and uh, so he decides to retire from actually fighting to help make UU a stronger car fighter himself. That's um, right. That's right. Yeah, but he's uh, a pretty. Really he's like he's, he's kind of an idiot. That. He's kind of like a little idiot. He's smart, but he's also kind of in a, a way like a lot of yeah. like a lot of scenes. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. He's a really good. I like the uh, wrestling one. The wrestling episode. Oh, that was such a great one. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really liked it as one as well. It was, was super great. good, but uh, but uh, basically, uh, Donji, uh, his nation is Dark States, but his uh, his deck revolves around Bruce, which is his main vanguard. And basically, and, and to like be perfectly honest, deck. my friend actually really hates this deck. It's actually really this is actually his deck is actually super top tier. To be honest with you, uh-huh. basically, it is a football deck. But basically, the main gimmick is uh, uh after his vanguard's on the field and it's been like a turn. Uh, basically, they uh, his uh, field enters a state called Final Rush, where basically all of his cards have like extra effects and stuff, and it makes everything like super more OP and stuff. And I think I just saw a mm-hmm. freaking mouse in my room. There's a mouse in your room. I think I just saw a mouse in my room. Oh, that's no good. Or I'm just imagining things. I don't freaking know anymore what's going on in my life. We've both have been pretty sick this week. Condor had the more serious sickness. Uh. Yeah, so yeah, I got I got I got my booster shot on Sunday and uh, Mm -hmm. I got like really affected badly by it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, Basically, uh, yeah, so basically, like sometimes some cards will be like, oh, this card gets like 5000 more attack or like Mm -hmm. this card can like boost even if it's in the back row or something like that. Or like basically like a lot of effects that make uh donji's monster more powerful and then bruce itself uh, as long as there's more cards in the soul it gets more powerful itself so if you don't know what a soul is basically it's like all the cards you would like soul charge to put into the deck uh into the into his into the vanguard to make it more powerful to use like abilities and stuff so uh the more soul it has the more stronger it is uh and all these effects make donji a really powerful card fighter and make him one of the best ones in the show to be honest Especially like the final episode of uh, the final episode of season one was pretty like great as well. Mm-hmm. So especially with Donji. So yeah, I like it. His deck. I played his deck once. It was actually really, uh, really. It's really good. It's re- it flows really well. It just mm-hmm. works like super good together. So, yeah. uh it's very OP though. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling, but yeah, uh, I really like Donji a lot. He's he's probably my favorite character. Or I feel like he's one of the better written characters out of there. None of the characters are like poorly Especially written. after season two. Yeah, but he just no, has yeah, like... Yeah, I would agree. None of, the characters, all the, none of the characters are poorly written, but none of the characters are like greatly written. They're good characters. Like, like We can just yeah. say they're good characters. And that yeah. like really is good. That, But it's like for a card, for a, a card, an anime card fighting show, that's like, uh, that means a lot different than like Yu-Gi-Oh! 
or like yeah, something I mean, like that. So we don't really have any character that's like a weevil or a rex who's just there to like have a duel or two and just be except for that guy in episode three. That guy, but he's not like oh yeah, that big. guy. Yeah, but, but he's, he's not, not like a big character. Board. Yeah, he's not. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah Donji's super cool. I can't wait to see more of him if they if, if uh, in season three. Be pretty cool. Season three is confirmed for summer, so that'll be. Fun. And they they also have confirmed they also have confirmed season four. Oh, cool! So we're probably on the week, like yeah. two season story arc, probably. Yep, be maybe. Fun. We'll uh, see. Uh, all right. What uh, are we talking about? Up. The next character. Uh, we'll talk about Megumi Okuda. She is uh, the girl who you first meets that kind of introduces him to card fight uh, when he ran away in his uh, girl outfit. Uh, you get hit on by this kind of sleaze bag, and uh, Magumi three times, three yeah, times that three guy times. comes. Times, and then he comes uh, back again, in, like the final episode, like a little cameo, like, oh hey, he I came was back like before that. There's an episode like in the middle where he came back. Then there's one like at the very, very end, I think, where where he comes back again. Um, but yeah, it was fun that it was always that same guy. Uh, but she's the one who kind of brings him to the amusement park and. He even says he's like, oh, I heard that's where all the the bad like the delinquents hang out after night. And she's like, oh, don't worry about that. Like you'll you'll have fun, whatever. And uh, that's where he kind of falls in love with uh, card fighting and decides he wants to give it a go. That, uh, that's so after you saw Toya's and Donji's yeah. match. So. Yes, we saw Toya and Donji's match, and you was like, whoa, that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, Why don't you give uh, us a little it, description it, on Megumi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she. Uh, she very much is a kind of reckless in a sense in some ways. Oh yeah. Um, but she, she's also very refined. Like, she kind of has like two personalities. She has like her dual personality, which is kind of like really uh, adventurous, outgoing and athletic and whatnot. And then when she's not like card fighting, she's kind of more like reserved and proper polite. She's from like a fairly well-off family. We find out. Yep. Um, her family is rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she also worries a lot. Uh, but she also is very much kind of crushing on Donji. Uh, she calls him big brother, but she he, she kind of like, you can tell like she kind of is crushing on this dude hardcore. Um, well, I mean, yeah, at the end, at episode 13, she kissed him on the forehead. So it's obvious. She did kiss him on the forehead, yes. And you know, mwah. Um, well, mwah. Yeah, she's she's kind of jealous of Yu at the start when he first joins and Donji's <laughs> giving all of his attention to Yu. It's kind of like, what is going on here? Which led to, I think, one of my favorite episodes of where she just keeps like overhearing these conversations they're having about cards but thinking they're like flirting with each other uh which is just a lot of fun i mean they didn't go to your uh, parfait together so yeah and then like she's uh, and he's like tickling him too he's like yeah, tickling, him. Starts tickling him for like no reason she's like what is going on over there <laughs> oh god like i just loved it i'm not a big like boys love like john or yaoi kind of fan but like I really enjoyed the episode where it was just her having all these like misunderstandings as to what they were talking about and thinking they were like dating each other. Uh, I just loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, because we're seeing like both sides. We see like what she hears and then what they're actually doing, and it's it, it's just fun. Um, I liked Megumi. I thought she was going to have more focus in the first season, especially than she kind of ended up having. Um. But uh, they kind of fl- they flesh her out more, but it was more. I thought it'd be more about her and Yu and it kind of ended up being more being like Yu and Donji, especially in that first season. Uh, but I really liked her as a character. She was a lot of fun, but she's not best girl. She's, she's not. not. Best girl. She's not. Yeah. The next girl is probably best girl. Probably yeah. yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. So Megumi, her nation. I can't pronounce that word. I, I uh, Stoichia, I think. Sto- Stoichia. I don't know. 
But anyway, her deck revolves around the ace monster uh, Magnolia, basically, uh-huh. uh, and her her gimmick. Her gimmick is very easy. Uh, that her very her rear guards can attack from the back row. Basically, that's basically the gimmick. So basically, she has like a lot of these cards that like allow her to uh, her mace monster. If you persona ride it, and basically persona riding is like riding on top of a card that's already there. It gives it like a special effects and stuff. Uh, if you persona ride, uh, basically all your monster, all your van, your rear guards can attack from the back row, making it so Megumi can have six attacks in one turn. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty powerful. You have like a really like strong yeah. like field already like built on the uh on the thing already and i i've actually i played it with and i played against this deck this deck is a little bit hard to like get used to at first to be perfectly honest with you uh because like you gotta like focus on like the cards to defend and like the cards to like bring mm-hmm. out and uh it's pretty neat I, it's pretty fun if you can like get used to it it is kind of it is a bit of a pain to fight against though but only if your opponent has like you know the good cards that overpass your vanguard so mm-hmm. I would, if you like having a lot of attacks, this is the deck for you. Or if you like having wolves as your units, this is also the deck for you. That is uh, true. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's a deck that if if it gets set up correctly, it can just demolish people. But if you don't have time to set it up correctly, you're probably not going to do all that great. Um, I, I, again, with all my, all the, again, as I mentioned earlier, with my friend in that, in that uh, battle when, when he was using Magnolia and I got the heal trigger, he, he, he got really angry. He does not yeah. like uh, the Magnolia deck because of it. Because he's never had any yeah. good luck because of this deck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else we want to say about Megumi? Uh, she's a really, she's a really good character. Basically, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really talking much about the characters. But basically, everything Falcon says, I kind of agree with. If he says something that I don't agree with, I wouldn't speak up and say something. Mm-hmm. But basically, everything Megumi is pretty fun to like see. Whenever she's on the screen, she has like good moments. I like how she, I like how she is when she's with the with her friends and not how she is when she's at school. That was a really fun episode, too. That was a fun one. We'll talk like about it more like, later. Yeah. These are cool again. She's always like, "Yes," and they're my friends. Let's go, and they just like run away. It's like, all right, um, <laughs> pretty. It's pretty yeah. neat. It's pretty fun. No, a great I like character. that a lot. We see like how like at school, like, oh, she's so quiet. She doesn't say anything. They're like, quiet, Magumi. What are you talking about? <laughs> quiet, like, civilized. Yeah. yeah. What? Um, yeah, she was fun. Uh, but next up, uh, next we'll up move to talk about best girl, Sakusa Seto. <laughs> yeah, Tamari is the best girl. Gosh, I, I may or may not sit for Tamari a little bit. Just saying. Hey, hey, um, hey, hey! If I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, my friend, me and my friend also simp for Tamari, so it's okay. We are the Tamari gang here. Um, That's right. Yeah, we are the Tamari, Tamari gang. Uh, fight too much um but she's like the she only fights twice in the show yeah she fights once in season one and once in season two but her second um, fight was really great oh it was a terrific fight i watched that one this morning uh when i was finishing up before we recorded and i was like this this was a great a great fight uh the, yes, the, the fighting deck. and the banter was all good we'll talk more about that like after mm-hmm. but we get to spoilers uses, uh the brant gate nation that's right uh, the brant gate and uh, they revolve around locking away your opponent's monsters into like jail cells, essentially, which fits. And she's yeah, a basically, it's like so, so. Basically, yeah. Uh, as Fal- as Falcons, we're just gonna jump into the decks. Basically, uh, her deck revolves around. I actually pull it up because it's got a little hard. I haven't played her deck that much. It's focused around the set order card, and an order card is basically think of it like if you play Yu Gi Oh, think of it like a like a continuous trap or something like that. 
you can't get rid of it though. But it's like as soon as you play it, you play it. Basically, the right. set order: Galaxy Central Prison, Galactulus. Basically, uh, you have this. I actually, it's actually kind of funny. I have a little funny story. I actually, this was actually the first deck I tried to make on my own uh, when I was like getting into Vanguard, and I go to play it, and and I'm like, okay, I play this card. It's like, all right, let's add, let me add the prison, and I'm like, I didn't add the prison to the deck. Oh no! <laughs> so I had to be like, I screw this deck and play the Bastion instead. Oh man! <laughs> so embarrassing. I'm like, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Like, I, I was a little angry. I'm like, ah, dang it. Okay, mm-hmm. but, but but basically, uh, it revolves around the the Galactic Prism deck. But basically, uh, when you bring out uh, a Space Police uh girl, you can lock away one of your the rear guards of your opponent in the jail cells. And basically, how an, a, the opponent gets them out of the jail cells is basically they have to, they have to summon a rear guard, and they can mm-hmm. either uh, soul blast one to take one out or counter blast one to take two out. Uh, that's yeah. how the card works. Uh, mm-hmm. Playing the deck, uh, as much as my friend loves Tomari, her deck's kind of bad, to be perfectly honest with you. Every time yeah. I've played against it, every time I've played against it, I've always won, and I've never played with it, because I need. I, I do want to play it, though, to be perfectly honest with you, after like her her second game that she mm-hmm. played. But, uh, uh her, I mean, if I feel like if you can like get the flow going, especially with, uh, with the new card she added afterwards her deck can be really powerful and and stuff against like any opponent as long as you like rely on uh you know the the cards and it's also good for taking out resources like counter blasts because the counter blasts mm-hmm. only work if you have damage so i i think that's like good if you can like utilize that perfectly well but uh yeah that's that's basically her deck it revolves around the prison because she's a cop otherwise she uh, she can, she's she can very, lock me up uh, any day She's very uh, loud and energetic, which is why I think she she's the MC for a lot of. A lot she of says stuff. she's eternally seventeen. That's what the wikia says. Yes, uh, that's one thing we never really learned anybody's ages. Like we know that you, you, and Megumi are in high school, and pretty much everyone else is out. But we don't even know like what year they are. We just know they're they're in high school. Um, but uh, Toya is a, a college is, student. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but the rest of them we might know like adult college or like high school, but we never know anything else. Um, yeah, she she's eternally seventeen. Uh, she also does like being called boorish, uh, even though that's not what the she was called. She said she was boorish. She doesn't like being boorish. She, yeah. he, she thought he said boor, and she's like, I am not like a boor, even though she kind of is. Uh, she's very aggressive. But yeah, she apparently also know like knows pretty much almost every Vanguard card and what they do. So that's also a great way. As she is the the, the MC and the announcer, she yeah. knows a lot of things. She's very informative. She's very in the know and very smart about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she also I like how her hair. Something you you cannot you kind of you can kind of see a little bit in the picture you provided, but I like how at the end of her hair it has like little curls, that little twirls, yeah, like little curls at the end of her hair. That's super mm-hmm. cool and super. That's pretty fun. Really, I nice don't care design. for her hair is like a police officer where it's kind of like almost like a bun on the side, and then it's. Well, like she. Green, I don't think. She, I don't think she can keep it down like that as a police officer. Yeah, that's. I don't think she can. She has to keep it up. But yeah, that's that's also kind of fun when she goes to. Uh, to play cards, she has to chill lets down her hair, which I think is just a fun little thing of like, cool, I'm off the clock. I can just be me now instead of, you know, responsible police officers stopping perverts every day. Um, but yeah, uh, I really like Tamari, uh, but I guess we don't really get on. that much attention. But for what all the attention she does get on, she steals the show yeah. by being the best girl. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. 
Shall we talk about your boy, or shall we talk about uh, the other one next? I'll let you, you decide. Have, do you have Zaxa on the list? Yeah. So let's put Zakusa next. All right. Next up is Zakusa Ishii. Zakusa. So there, if you're wondering, if you're watching the video in 2090, the why his picture is different from the others, it's because he actually doesn't have a starter deck. Nope. But don't you worry. I have his information ready to tell you about his deck yeah. already, even though the weekend doesn't provide it. Oh wow! I'm, yeah, I he still has, know like, it. Nothing. Yeah, I, 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 I actually, I, I took a look on the app before we uh, started, so don't worry. Okay. Why don't you give us a little description on Zaxa? Uh, Zaxa is very laid back. He's kind of an artsy fellow. Um, he does. He, he also is kind of like spacey, I guess, a little bit is how you could probably put it. That's right. Uh, we only see him card fight once or twice, um, but uh, we see him painting a lot. So uh, that's that's kind of him. But uh, he kind of isn't super serious. He kind of likes joking around with people a lot. Um, but uh, we find out, though, he, he did used to be like a punk that Tamari kind of like tamed, essentially. And he totally also sips for Tamari. He totally does also sip. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It's like in season one, they had that one episode that kind of focused on him and it made it seem like they might be like a couple. I think they might be a couple, like, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, like they never really like clarify it. Cause like they both kind of seem like, oh yeah, we're we're you know seeing each other. And then other times it's just kind of like, no, they're just like really close. Um which isn't really important, but uh it's complicated. Yeah, like he gets like one focus episode in the first season, and the second season he's like gone for most of it because he has, like, a mission, and then we find out, like, what the mission was, and it pretty much told us nothing new, so it was, like, I guess they just couldn't think of something for him to do. I, I so. honestly, in, like, in, like, the, the, the final arc, I wish he kind of fought uh, against yeah. Masanori instead, but, yeah. I mean, the fight we got against him was good with, with Tamari, but, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, Zuck says he used to be a punk. He used to be crazy. He would always speak in punk talk, like, <laughs> like that. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. Uh, and yeah. then it was like, especially when Masanori talked back, like, rah, rah, rah. it's like, oh, you could speak punk now. Yeah. It was pretty great. Uh, the freaking that episode was great. So basically, mm-hmm. Zakusa, uh, his, I, don't, I actually do not remember his, uh, his, uh, his like nationality. monster is Orphist, I believe. It, it's Orphist. Basically, the gimmick, and I'm going to be a little undescriptive because I don't think, I think I fought against it, but I've never played with it. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically Orphis, and the gimmick is uh you have these set order cards called uh, Dark Abyssal Night and Abyssal Abyssal Night and Dark Abyssal Night. And if you have mm-hmm. those two cards, it makes Orphis more powerful and stuff. It basically like succumbs in the darkness. So I assume his deck has to do with like supporting like and getting those set order mm-hmm. cards out on the field and like powering up Orphis as well. So that's what I assume his deck would be. I remember when I fought against it, it wasn't too bad, but it's been a little bit so. To be honest, I'm not really that familiar with Zaxa, but he is one of the m- most important characters in the show, so we must talk about him. Not mm-hmm. as important as a lot of other characters, but he is still good. He's still nice. He's there at times mm-hmm. when he's needed, so he's pretty great in my book. Yep. All right, moving on to the last character we're talking about today. That is Toya yeah! Uh, for those of you on the audio, he's showing holding up his theme deck to the screen and just which is the, the Bastion deck. Woo! Bastion, yeah. Woo! So, 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 uh, as I said in the beginning, I'll say it again. When I got when my friend got me back into the Vanguard, I told him on the top I, I wanted a deck that's kind of like the Luna Lights from Yu Gi Oh because I like the the nice beater monsters that like just to destroy mm-hmm. everything, caveman, unga boonga stuff like that. So mm-hmm. he he made me the Bastion deck and I, I absolutely loved it. 
I, I, I really love this deck a lot. Uh, but uh, why don't you tell us about Toya a little bit before I talk about the deck? Falcon. Uh, yeah, so uh, he we first meet up, he's challenging uh, Donji to a duel. Uh, because not a, a duel, fight. a fight, a, fight, a card yes. fight. I caught myself. Um, but yes, uh, he wants to be the one to uh, beat Donji, and we find out he's never been able to. He's challenged him several times. Um, but yes, he uh, he starts off just trying to win at all costs, and he's trying to juggle different things. We find out he's in med school, but he also works part time jobs. But he's also really really good at card fight. Uh. And he just wants to, he just keeps trying as hard as he can to uh, beat Donji here. Uh, he's kind of one of the more spoily characters, I guess, as to like what he actually does on the show. Uh, but he's very mature. He's very responsible, as you would expect from somebody in medical school and like one of the top students in medical school, too. Uh, I think like early on, we find out he's gotten picked for like some special like class or like internship or something like that i forgot exactly what it was um but he's very hard working uh but uh he's he's just has some personal issues he's trying to work out and he's hoping we that find by out, donji he'll be able to figure that out we find out that basically uh his parents are very like strict with him with like his studying yeah. and stuff and they don't really want him to have fun with like anything at all uh -huh. so when his grandmother gets him a vanguard deck <clears throat> Uh, he's like, oh, I'm gonna try this out, and his grandma's like, go, go have fun with it. You know, you deserve to have some fun in your life. So he goes mm -hmm. to like these card fight spots. He's like, starts winning. He finds out he's really good, like Falcon said, and he wins. Mm -hmm. He wins a trophy. He's, he's like, mom, I won this trophy, and mom's like, yeah, I don't She's care. Like, go go back study. to studying. And then, and then it's like, oh wow, Toya's doing really well, but he could be doing better if he wasn't playing that stupid Vanguard game. What do you mean that, that literally that didn't make any sense? But Toya. Toya was really upset about that, so you know he yeah. he, he didn't feel like he didn't have his, his uh parents' approval and anything. Uh, well, and he, then uh, too, he kind of gets obsessed with it. Like his grandmother even says, like she likes that he's having fun, but that he can't just you know play all the time. So it seems like from how his family viewed it, he was starting to like neglect his studies in a way, um, as opposed to like going out and playing every once in a while. He was playing all the time. Uh, it's like, I kind of get where that comes from, but like, yeah, at the same time, the grandmother's like, you need to have fun. You can't just study all the time. Uh, but yes, he kind of becomes obsessed and like, they keep referring to it as a game. And he says, it's, this isn't a game for me, you know, it's, it's something more than that to him, but nobody tries to understand that part of him, which just leads him to being very frustrated. And then uh, his grandma dies. Yes. And she tells him yep. to keep doing what he's doing. So he's like, yeah, but Toya feels like super bad about it because he felt yeah. like he could have like if he's because he was being as being in med school, he felt like if he studied more, he could have like saved her life or something, which it probably wouldn't yeah. happen. But he still felt guilty, so he mm -hmm. had these feelings with him, and it was very complicated. And it led to uh, one of the, one of the best moments, one of his one of his uh, greater moments, one of his, I guess his downfall really. And then uh -huh. we'll talk more about what happens later when we get to the spoilers. But let's talk about his deck a little bit. Yo, oh, right, Keter, take it away. Keter, Keter Sanctuary. Keter Sanctuary is his nation. But his deck revolves around the Apex Ruler Bastion. Yo, Misawa Bastion. from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX? What? Bastion Misawa from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, you know, best character. Uh, oh my god, sure, why not? Uh, under, yeah. the, under the helmet is just Bastion from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, that's right. Yes. <laughs> but basically when, when uh the water dragon wait, so basically uh <laughs> well, there's a dark strange dragon but they, 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 they. 
Uh, so the 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 apex ruler Bastion deck basically revolves around having a lot of grade threes in the deck. So basically, Bastion has a few effects. Uh, I'm not even gonna read off the card because I know them because I played the deck so much. Basically, during uh during your turn, actually, actually, I think I need to look at the card. Never mind. Yeah, during your turn, all of your grade threes gain two thousand attack. So that's super helpful. For like getting over like basic stuff, which basically means because each vanguard usually has like thirteen hundred attack. So if you have like two thousand more, that means no matter what your opponent has to guard at any cost, you know, or take it. So that's pretty. I mean, I guess they still have to take it regardless, but it's so cool they would have to guard anyway for regardless. So it's really good in that aspect of like wasting resources. But also basically during a, a drive check, if you pull a, a grade three uh, up during his drive check, um. You can discard a card from your hand and choose one of your rear guards. You push it forward. Like, if you use okay. the rear guard to attack before, you put it forward, and it gains 10,000 more attack, and it can attack again. So it's pretty great in that aspect. Yeah. And basically, his card, like, revolves around, like, bumping up grade threes. Like, there's Dark Strain, which basically uh, helps... Uh, grade threes you can boost them i know in the anime it showed like only dark strain can do it that turn but in the actuality all car all all grade threes on the field will be able to boost so if you have like three grade threes in the back row you can literally just have them all boost just with one dark strain effect there's also the other card he used uh, that one i forget its name at the moment but basically if you if you play it and then you 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 can use its effect to call a grade three from your hand and then uh, if you did that, you get to draw like two cards, which is really good as well. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a must have if you're making it making this deck as well. Uh, basically, all of his cards like basically revolve around the grade threes and like making them more powerful and stuff. And it does like sacrifice like you know a lot more defensive abilities because grade threes don't have any like defense boosts at all to like help guard or anything. But mm -hmm. it's real. It's like it's like a risk and reward type of thing, and it's my favorite. <clears throat> it's my favorite deck because of that. I just like the powerful unga bunga strats that it has. So that's why it's my favorite, yeah. and I like Bastion. Yep. All right, that has been Toya. Oh, the, anything else you want to say about him? I or like him. We... He has a cool design. Okay. I like his like little ponytail or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I got very confused at the start because uh, he looks very similar to a character from the, uh, the first series. Uh, actually, what was his name? I just I just looked it was up. Was it Kai? Forgot. No, it wasn't Kai. There was a character that used the Dimension Police deck from uh from the original series. Uh, Kinji, I want to say, was his name. I, I don't had, know. Like, Only character. Blonde hair, red jacket, and I saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, uh, Kinji Mitsuwada. Uh, Only character I remember is Aisha Kai. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he looked very similar. I had to look it up at the very start. I was like, is this like him from the old series brought in as like a cameo? And I was like, oh, okay, no, it's someone different. But no, this cool. is a different character. Yeah, yeah. I had to like do, do a double take. Like, what are you? Am I sure? Because he wears like red jacket that's always open. But instead of a white shirt, he has a gray shirt, necklace, blonde hair. I was like, this looks very, very similar, but uh, it is different. So, so, that's good. so something we probably should have mentioned from the beginning about this anime is uh. Don't expect them to like explain a lot of things about this about like the mm -hmm. card game in the show. Yeah. They don't really do that that much. You should like they ex like you should like they expect you to know. I guess they don't expect it, but you should know about it. Like they'll explain like sub monsters effects and like what they do, but most of the mm -hmm. stuff it'll just be like going on its own. Like sometimes 
it'll like a game will start and then it'll just go to like, oh, here's where they are with their grade twos and stuff. I mean, to be fair, nothing that much happens really early game for a lot of these matches. Most of the stuff happens like late game for it. Mm-hmm. But like you still have to have the knowledge, to, like know how to play and like what to do. Yeah. So which might I, w- I would count that as like kind of a fault for the show. But like at the same time, I also count it as a plus. So it's kind of like a double edged sword because it kind of helps like boost up the characters with their developments mm-hmm. and stuff. But like as a card game anime, it does it bad. But you know what? I like anime over card game anime. So it's a plus for me. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. There we go. That's all the fun characters. Yep. All fun. And all the designs were done by Clamp. So if uh, you know who Clamp is, uh, which you should. Clamp Uh, Pearl? Very well done. No, Clamp. The people who did Card Fight. Not Card Fight Vanguard. That's what we're talking about now. Uh, Card uh, Captor Sakura. And uh, the character designs for Code Geass, they're the same ones who designed all the characters for this. Oh, yeah. My My friend did actually mention that now that I think about it. Yeah, they also did a bunch of other stuff like Magic Knight, Ray Earth, and stuff like that. But uh, Card Captor is probably their best known work. Or Code Geass. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but yes, a time to talk about the openings and endings. Yes. So real quick, uh, before we do that, uh, yeah. we just want to mention that there is a lot of insert songs in this uh, anime. And we're not going to be talking about any of them because there's seven of them. No. And while they definitely improve the moments that they're in, we don't really remember them that much. And it's not like Digimon where they play like every episode mm-hmm. or something. And there's only three of them. They play once and they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. The, the I would call the biggest one my favorite probably break it down which plays episode mm-hmm. six at the end and then episode twenty four but that's about yeah. it it's pretty good but uh, basically the first opening Falcon why don't you tell us the first opening the first opening is called Zeal of Proud and it is sung by Roselia not Bro, the, po- the Pokemon, Pokemon? Roselia no dang no, it no, what's with all these Pokemon references I don't know right it's so crazy uh, this <laughs> is a fine opening. It's really good. It's a really good. Uh, it's a really good. Uh, opening. I say to like get you interested into the show. It, it's pretty. It's not like a jam, like the second one. No, but it's uh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's still pretty good for what it does. The animations that show is pretty good. I kind of like the part where, where it starts counting up. That's mm-hmm. pretty neat, and it shows like all the different like characters. And then I like the part where it like speeds up a little bit. It's still it's still a really good song. I've listened to it a lot. The full version is pretty great as well. So right. it's a good song. It's not my favorite. And the so, ending indeed. theme is called Fateful by yep. Morphonica. Morphonica. I swear to I could I could swear this song Morphonica that person sounds very familiar to me. I could have sworn when I was like oh. watching it it said like flow but when I looked at Morphonica it's actually a a, a There, Condor. I think we may have lost Condor. Uh, but yes, it's an all right song. Uh, it Would doesn't you... do. Are you back? I'm back. What happened? I don't know. You just kind of froze. We didn't hear anything. Uh, but yes, might, it was might have okay been my song. Wi-Fi. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it is snowing, no so it's a be. Uh, what? Uh, what was? But I could have sworn. Was? I could have sworn it said flow like right next to it when I was watching like the end yeah. credit scene. So I thought it was like a person from like the band flow, 
but I, I just looked it up. I don't think that's the case. But basically, this it could ending have been theme is really somebody good. from Flow helped write the song. Because there's sometimes like one member of a band will like assist with helping write the song as they get put on the credits because they were like they helped out with it. That might have um, been. It. I might have just confused it for like the person. But uh, this ending theme is actually probably my favorite ending theme out of the, the two, to be honest. Okay. What did you think of the ending? It was fine. I didn't. Uh, it was okay. I didn't really like it, but I didn't. Really? really? Like I'm surprised. Either. I kind of liked like the uh, like the aspect of like the amusement park at night and seeing you know, like all the animatronic things just like moving. I thought it all was... the animatronics looked really stupid, so that what? I didn't really care about it. Um, <laughs> looks, of course, they look I stupid. Mean, They're old. Yeah, um, but uh, it, it focused on Megumi a lot. Uh, it's kind of showed her like in different places around. I like the, it. I like it better than the park. second ending theme. It, it's it, it's not like that much of a jam, but it's pretty cool. I like it. Yep. All right. Um, next up, we have the next. We have start, start by, by Strawberry, Strawberry Prince. Prince. Woo! This this op- this is the best opening in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just, mm-hmm. I, I really liked it. Just I'll be mm-hmm. a lot too. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god, this is gonna be such a big drama. Yep. <sighs> Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot. It was a great song. The I need the full version of this song. It has not been released as of today. And I want to listen to the full version. The opening yep. was great. It's such a jam. It really gets you like into the groove to like watch the anime and get you like prepared for it. The animation is great. So like, especially with the big with like all the cards and like everyone touching them and showing all the main characters and like yep. showing like all the bad guys and stuff. And it was all pretty cool. I really like it. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's good. And then I for the second it. ending, it is actually the same ending. It is still Fateful by Morphonica. What? Yep. Wait. Same ending. No, it's Just not. It's different. Of... Nope. I've checked two different places. It is the same song. Just huh? the different verse. Oh, it's a different verse? Different I'm assuming uh, everything it says. I even checked the wiki. I checked Wikipedia. Uh, it is still saying Fateful. Uh, is is the full one? Wait, did I just not uh, notice like that when I was typing one that only took like an episode, I think, in season one. Uh, that was, yeah, they had break it down in episode six of season one. But yeah, from uh episode one through twelve, it is uh. Wait, hold on, hold on. Nope, we were wrong. My bad. The first ending theme is called uh Why by Argo Navis. Oh, that's my fault. I'm and sorry. And then about that, that took place for episode one to twelve, and then thirteen on was there, and that was my bad. I don't. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah. so just, just as an apology to everyone, the wiki, basically, it has season one and season two as like two separate like entries. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like copied and pasted and gave the information to Falcon. That's that's my fault. I read. I I must have just copied it wrong. Huh? I apologize, everybody. I gave false information. Now I'm going to. Either die. way. Uh, yeah. So the first ending was uh called why, why. it was fine. Not a big, like, huge deal. I still feel the same with about uh, the actual Fateful by Morphonica. It was, it was okay. That was one was cool. okay. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I like why more than Morphonica. The animation was kind of cool. It's kind of like a big thing for like the anime. We won't go into details about it. Yeah, uh, like the ending theme, but it's it's still nice when you like get the context of it. But like the song itself is just okay. Yep. Overall, some pretty great music because the insert songs are pretty good too. To mm-hmm. be honest. So. <laughs> You okay there? All right. But yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. 
Uh, so the music, the music is normally pretty good. It will not disappoint. Yeah. Hopefully, your taste. It won't. But, uh, so there, there is no, uh, there is no character poll. I checked, yeah. obviously, because this okay. this anime is new. It literally just season two literally just finished like two, the week well the two weeks ago. Yeah. So. That day is no polls, but that day is persevere. Maybe, That's right. Maybe eventually one day there will be. Uh, but that day is not today. So now we will talk about some of our favorite moments and our favorite. Mm-hmm. I guess our favorite our uh, card fights. We might get okay. a little bit into spoilers here. Would you, would you say, Falcon? Uh, first off, did you have something to replace the weep question? You told me it's, you thought you did. I did, but it's actually at the end after. Okay, normally we would do that first, but okay. Uh, all right, Mr. Condor, what is the well, That's because it kind of has uh, kind of has to do with uh, with something after. But yeah, I'll I'll, I'll let oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Thanks for thanks for the reminder. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Basically, so we might get into spoilers a little bit here, everybody. So if, if you want to, if you are interested in overdress yourself and do not want to hear about spoilers, why don't you just hop out right now? You know, you know, come back later when you figure out. Oh, hey, I finally watched it. Let's hear what my favorite pod anime podcasters thought about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here yeah, we go. Yeah. We're gonna talk about some of the, our favorite moments. You know, just the regular moments and card fight moments as well. Yep. Here we go. Uh, so basically, I, I I mentioned the wrestling show, the wrestling episode that was mm-hmm. pretty great as well. We figured it's like all big yeah. prank because because uh, because uh, wanted Tomari to meet the big wrestler guy. It's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they essentially uh, have this guy say he's from the the town like wrestling federation and that it's been losing popularity and they need someone to take over this mask and be a fighter to try to like boost the uh like kind of have a resurgence in the wrestling community in the town and uh, don he's like you know what sure why not it could be fun and so he's he's told he's fighting like a local champion who's just you know some minor kind of guy um and then it turns out they get this like professional wrestler who's like essentially like the john cena of this world to come in john and fight him and he kind of freaks out what was his name? It was something crab. I uh, the who Hudanji. What he what he wore? Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, uh, it was like crab something. Yeah, he kind of freaks out. But they decide they're going to do a card fight wrestling match. So they have essentially a round of wrestling, and then they bring a table in the ring, and they do a round of card fighting, and they do another round of wrestling, and then another round of card fighting, and uh, it's pretty great because Hudanji figured he'd do fine. Cause it's some like you know, unknown, like, minor league person, and he's just getting beat up all, <laughs> all the time. It was it was almost humorous to see how badly he was getting beat up by this guy. Uh, but then, like, I like the part where he ran away, he starts running away like a crab. Yeah, and then he starts kind of, like, crab walking away, and, like, crab walks under the ring where someone else pops up, who turned out was one of the, like, side unimportant members of Team Blackout. Uh, kind of taking his place to like trick. It was it was great. They they kind of fight dirty a little bit, but uh, I think I think then, then it goes out to an all out brawl like at yeah. the end. He obviously loses, part, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, he loses, but it's not because he's bad. It's because he can't see his cards because his face is so swollen up. He can't see what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah. This. He's like, I can't see the cards to know. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like he gets beat pretty badly, and yeah, then at the end, he's like. Well, hopefully this will restore the town wrestling thing. Yeah, and Zog is like, oh, pff. yeah, we made that up. We just, uh, I wanted Tamari to be able to meet uh, this guy because she really likes him. Uh, yeah, it was, then they get really bad and beat up Zog because he lied to them. 
they like tie he like ties him to like a target and like like him and, and Megumi. Yeah, one of those like old timey circus like wheels where they spin someone around and then after throw yeah. like throwing knives at him. I mean, it makes sense because it's on an amusement park. That yeah, yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. Time to take your your L, Sakusa. Yeah, boom. <laughs> pretty great. It's pretty good it moment. Awesome. What was some of your what were your favorite moments? Uh, I mean, I already said I really just kind of liked how they kept up the whole like. Referring to you as a girl for like the first in the half beginning. or so of the first season. Yeah. It was kind of just, just like, like the first three or four episodes, to be honest. I think the last time I noticed it was episode six. I think after episode six, they like dropped it. So it was kind of like roughly halfway. Um, but that was just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the moments when people would just like ship them together for the sake of it. It was just it was really <laughs> humorous to me. Um, but as far as like episodes, I really like the episode where they try to uh, get Megumi. Essentially, some stuff happens. And uh, Megumi has kind of stopped coming to the team and doing stuff. And uh, Toya and Yu Yu are trying to like get everyone back together, and they know they need to get Megumi for that to happen. So uh, they decide the the butler tells them that he won't let them in because she's not seeing her card biting friends right now. But that the only place he does not have like direct like guardianship of or like oversight over her is at school. Uh, so they decide they're going to go to her school, but then they find out she's at this like all girls academy uh so they have to go enlist the help of you use sister to uh dress like make them look as uh, look as uh look like look like girls, girls. Yeah, yeah to get in there and apparently we just so happened you sister went to that school and still has the uniform uh so they dress up you you as like a student and uh tolia is like his mother to go into the school to like get to talk to her and it was just really fun you find out there's these girls who are totally like in love and fawning over megumi for all these reasons that seems stupid uh and because of them they kind of keep getting like shown around the school where megumi just wants to like take them out or whatnot and she finally ends up blowing their cover at the end and uh they end up winning her over but it was just a lot of fun seeing how all of the students at school interacted with her how they're trying to win her back and she clearly doesn't want to see them at the start she's still mad at tolia for some stuff he did uh she's not really mad at you but she's mad that he dressed up as a girl to sneak into the school to, to see her uh but it was just it was just a really well done episode i felt i thought it was really really fun and there was no card fighting in that one too so that's no card fighting nope there's like three episodes with no card fighting which it's fine yeah but it's still good so yeah and even when they did card fight the card fights were never more than like five minutes most of the time yeah uh, ex- except for, like the final arc which we'll talk about yeah yeah the last like five or six episodes longer but yeah for the most part it was more about the characters and them as opposed to them actually card fighting card fighting was how yep. they brought about changes and uh resolutions to differences which was it just was a lot different than Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's like oh we have to f- use these bad we have to like use these cards to like, save the world and everything compared to like yeah. Vanguard, where it's like you know we're just using these card fights you know we're having like these battles between like clans and stuff and it's okay it's not like anything super bad's gonna happen if you lose you lose you'll learn you get better mm-hmm. i i kind of just like that vibe a lot better than like Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's like end of the world stuff or it just seems more realistic to me, and I, I it just feels better. It's like it's an anime. It's not like a because Yu Gi Oh most of the time feels like a commercial for like the, the the card game itself. Whereas Vanguard, it does like promote like new cards, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh not mo- not all the time, which makes it feel more like an anime. So yeah, doesn't feel like a sellout if that makes sense. But I mean, it essentially is like any 
kind of show that has merch heavily for it is just trying to sell it. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh essentially sells the cards, but Yu-Gi-Oh is a weird one because they don't play by the rules of the card game, so it's really weird. Gundam pretty much is to sell model kits now this day and age. Like, love Gundam, but let's be real. <laughs> like, it's how many cool robots can we have to sell that many cool uh, model kits? Uh, but yeah, this is kind of trying to sell Vanguard, but they did something different with this one than the others where they tried to make it more like character focused to have more of a story. And it um, worked. I don't know if everybody feels that way. I feel like there's going to be some there people are, who there are a lot of people really who just want the, the action scenes and whatnot. Yeah, to be honest, I've seen a lot of it. comments and people are like, there's just not as many action scenes as the others. It's kind of bad. I'm yeah. like, I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, it's not really about the action scenes that were in there are pretty good, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt like the action scenes were plenty, and I thought it was fine as an anime, yeah. not like an advertisement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I enjoy it, but I enjoy character-focused stories, so that, that matters. Um, That's anyway, why I knew another... you would like it. That's why I knew yeah. you would like it. Uh, what's another favorite moment from you, Condor? I mean, I guess we should start getting into the, the, the card fights and like, some of our favorite ones and our favorite okay. moments. Uh, you know, I, I I guess we should start talk about like the first really good one, the final arc of season one, with uh everything that was happening there. I kind of I really like the episode twelve, Donji versus Toya round two. That was super good, especially after like you know Donji wins, but Toya keeps going and going and going until he finally wins, but he doesn't really yeah. recognize himself that he wins. And then I guess it's like, is that really explained? But I think if you were to say it, it'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's my neighbors upstairs. I apologize. I don't oh, know geez. what they do, but they'll just randomly like drop something or move something. Uh, yeah, just random Falcon tangents. I've had to put in like noise complaints, and it's not because like they're playing music too loud or anything. Is that I've literally had them like doing something where the whole apartment just shakes, and like my lights will flicker on and off. And, like, the other day they did something so hard, I literally jumped out of my couch because of whatever. I don't know what they're doing, but I was like, yeah, this is pretty weird. But yeah, sorry. Anyway, change it over. Uh, yes, no card worries. fights. Card fights. I do love me some card fights. So, basically, afterwards, uh, after, uh, like, Toya wins, he's, like, kind of, like, all, like, burned out and stuff. Because I think, like, mm -hmm. the focus is, like, if you keep going with this, like anger and like motivation you'll burn out eventually that's what donji's telling them and then they're like i guess they're like fighting like soul v soul and they do like an actual slugfest and the slugfest was like super cool yeah did you like yeah. that part i did and it was it was kind of nice because yeah toya he very much seems the first season he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life he's keeping like all his options open to pick like the best path and he sacrifices um, everything for Vanguard. Yeah. He ends up sacrificing yeah. every single thing he gives up med he, school he gets up those jobs he just mm -hmm. wants to beat donji at vanguard and then he ends up going around challenging all these other teams to fight. And if he wins, he's like taking their flags away from them. Um, and that's him trying to prove to himself that he's getting stronger. Um, but uh, yeah, he he very much is like, cool, now that I have nothing holding me back, I can finally beat Donji because I'm 100% into card fight. And then he still loses and he can't figure out why. So it's, it's kind of fun to just see this guy who's just trying to figure out why he can't do it and just going over and over and over and over no matter what he's doing. He's just not winning. And then finally he ends up getting a win, but he doesn't feel excited about it because he just challenged him like, we don't know how many times, probably like 10 plus times. And he just got wrecked every time before he finally just got like a lucky draw to win. And so he, he was expecting that like excitement or relief to come and it didn't come. He still just felt miserable. Uh, and that's kind of 
how it kind of leads into like season two trying to like set up like he literally sacrificed everything and he still technically isn't the best he finally beat the guy but he didn't like overcome him it, it was it was it was fun i enjoyed it I really, I, I actually really hated Toya in the beginning, to be honest. Because I remember I played the game and then I watched the anime and I'm like, oh, this is the guy who plays my deck. Oh, he's going to be so cool. And he was just an asshole in season one. He's basically yeah. like the main antagonist of season one. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, Donji's like, he understands him, you know, in a sense. He can mm-hmm. like understand him as like a brother in a sense. And he's like, Toya is going to be the new leader while I go somewhere else. Treat him well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we mentioned, uh, things don't happen. And people don't like really like him as much because he technically broke like the merry-go-round. He like set bombs. I just saw the freaking mouse again. Oh my fucking god! Ah, I did not see that that time. <clears throat> uh, anyway, you saw nothing. Anyway, um, I put a trap right freaking there. Anyway, um, <clears throat> he uh he starts like he feels bad about what he did like breaking the merry-go-round and like burning mm-hmm. the their flag. So he starts like trying to repair it and working odd jobs like turning the electricity and stuff. And uh, he he like starts to earn his place back, and people start to recognize him as as we mentioned. And you know mm-hmm. he he he's like, oh, this team called Daybreak they're doing like bad things. Uh, so we gotta like you know focus and like try mm-hmm. to stop them from like banner burning and things like that. So um, and that kind of leads into season two, like the main focus basically, which is like it's Blackout versus Daybreak. And you got this the leader of Daybreak, the man antagonist is this little blind girl who has a really powerful deck. I hate it. I hate her deck. I played against it. It's really I like, OP. I like the designs of the monsters of her deck. But yeah, it would it would seem her very monsters, Her monster designs are pretty cool. And the, the, her main yeah. monster one is pretty neat as well. But oh god, I love that main monster design so much. Oh yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, she, basically this girl's name is Mirai. Mirai. And uh, she's the leader of D- Team Daybreak. She's a blind girl who comes from a, a pretty famous family mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, she has, like, I guess, like, 300,000 people in Daybreak. I, I think that, like, kind of how what she said. Either 200,000 yeah, or some ridiculous amount of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, they're trying uh, to be, like, this, like, huge, I guess, kind of more like a professional team, but they don't really fight pro. The The whole, like, setup for how vanguard is handled is weird because they in the first episode they say toya has pro experience but donji doesn't so it's like cool so i guess there is like a pro circuit and these people just aren't on it they're just like their own like kind of like more casual teams but they don't even really like fight each other it was really weird i I never really fully got how it was set up they've got all the teams but they just kind of like battle each other in their own team kind of deal it was it was it was a little strange uh that's one thing i kind of hope season three clarifies like are they technically pros? There just hasn't been a tournament in the time we've been doing this, or a tournament arc would be pretty cool. I feel like that's what yeah. season three or season four would probably end up doing. Probably. I mean, uh, usually for these types of shows, that's the case. But they clearly have uh, enough money to have their own like custom card sleeves and stuff, which is something I did enjoy. This is the only card anime I've seen where they actually sleeve their cards, which is really fun. <laughs> oh, really? That's actually pretty cool. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff, they're just always the regular cards. The original card fight, I remember just being the normal cards. But yeah, here, like all their cards are in sleeves with like their team logo and stuff, which it was just a lot of fun for me. So, uh, so uh, Mirai is basically the main antagonist of season two, but she's not like evil. Like Toya no. wasn't really evil either. She was. He was just misunderstood. And same with Mirai. She's more like misunderstood, mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad. Basically, she basically she was going to be forced to marry this like other family, but she wasn't going to be happy about it because she wanted to be like whatever she wanted. She didn't want to be a housewife. So her brother, who actually happens to be drumroll please, 
It's actually, it's actually Donji. Whoa. Whoa! You totally couldn't tell by the same colored hair or anything. Yeah. But basically, he uh, he breaks something and like gets banned from the family. And and Amira is told that her brother's dead, so Donji like runs away and stuff. It's actually because of Yu Yu that uh, Donji decides to like go back and try to like reconnect with everything. But uh. Mirai's like does not like people. She doesn't like gossip. She doesn't like things. She just she has really big trust issues and stuff. And especially shown like at the end, near the end of season two as well. It's a really miss. She's a really misunderstood girl, and it's really kind of sad. Like what ends up happening with her? She just got about dealt a bad card, a bad hand in life. But yeah, thanks well, to like, really our main character, she's treated so badly. No, it's like, not. She. I don't. I don't really like Mirai as a character. But I, I get why she's the way she is. Like, they have a thing where, like, people are laughing at one part, and they're, like, laughing because they're happy. But she views it as they're making yeah. fun of her. Um, yeah. She thinks, they're, she thinks they're making fun of her because she's, you know, blind or whatever. She, um, she was fighting but, Yu-Yu in, like, this place. And I guess because Yu-Yu has, like, a feminine voice, he, he, she thought Yu-Yu was making fun of her. It yeah. was weird. And, uh, yeah, we see this happening, like, consistently, like, where people would, like, laugh. Like, oh, man, that deck's crazy, whatever. Um but uh, yeah, she has like her like right hand man like kind of like wait, I guess character her caretaker would be what you'd call the character. She's yep. always just telling her like, oh, you're great, you're perfect. We just want you to be happy all the time. If anything makes you unhappy, we'll deal with it. So it makes you happy. Um, but they kind of like view her as just kind of like an object, really, as a person. So like the reason Donji got banned wasn't just because he broke the vase that was part of it he objected to them just marrying off her sister to this person because the sister never, he even just asked like, did you ask her if she wants to get married? And they're just like, no, it doesn't matter if we want her to get married, we'll just get her married. Like they very much just try to keep like her in this like little perfect bubble. Like the world's not evil. Everything's fine. You can be happy with whatever, but in doing so like really just messes her up to where like, yeah, they say like, Oh, when Donji left, she couldn't stand the fact that he left, but she was, he was a bad influence on her. So we just told her you were dead. So that way she would get over you. It was the only way she could get over you if she thought you were <laughs> so dead. So messed up. So, you know, it's, so it's very up. much like she's a good person and she has normal feelings and emotions. They try to keep her from experiencing those. So she's just happy. And they're like, she wants to be happy. And, oh, well, if these other teams are around, not everybody will be happily fighting under the Daybreak team that you've founded so much. So we're just going to get rid of all those other teams through all these other evil ways. So that way they'll all be forced to be on your team. Then everyone will be happy and you'll be happy, which isn't how that works at all. But they're trying to convince her that is. So yeah, like uh, it really messed up and none of it is her fault. But it's also like, I can't like be mad at her for how she acts because she's been brought up in a way to where that's kind of how she has to act in a sense. That's the way she's Um, most comfortable with acting. Yeah. And they don't make her get out of her comfort zone at all. They don't try to get her out of the comfort zone. If she like tries, like is about to be out of the comfort zone, they fix it to where she's back in there. So like, it's not her fault at all. She, like you said, she was kind of dealt a bad hand, but like, even with Donji, I don't blame him for leaving because they were like, they wanted him to take over the family business or whatever. He's technically the family heir. We find out with his normal name. The first part means heir. And you have to have that part in your name or else you can't take over like the family or whatever. Which is um, so stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, then but we don't even really know what they expected him to do. We see he handles the stress of it by like getting into these street fights. But then he can't get in these street fights because that's setting a bad example for his sister. And all they've ever asked of him is to make his sister happy. 
Um, so that's why like, they started playing he Vanguard. Tries to do that by being like, have you even asked her if she wants to get married and do a jerk like this? And they're just like, it doesn't matter. She'll just get married. She doesn't have to know until she's the day she's getting married, essentially. Like, yeah, it was it was really weird. I, I understand why Donji ran away. I probably would have done the same thing if I was in his boat. Um, yeah, then he's like, I just want to like see her, know if he's she's okay. And they're like, oh, pff, we told her you're dead. So you're not going to go by your normal name. She can't see you. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it was... It was it was interesting. I enjoyed it. I do feel weird that like the one disabled person is technically like the bad guy of the show, even though she's not really a bad person. It was it was a little weird, but uh, overall she's she's a well developed character. But I still think she's probably my least favorite character in the show. Hopefully, it looks like she'll be sticking around for season three. So hopefully, they can kind of like improve that uh, or improve her character. I like her. She's so cute, especially when she does the pouty face. Yeah, she very much is. She has to be like at least thirteen. Or I think she, I think she's Yu-Yu's age. Yeah, I feel like, like I feel like, like I feel like the anime is gonna end up shipping her, her and Yu-Yu. I feel like the anime is gonna end up Probably. shipping her. Yu-Yu. I can feel it. Yeah, I can see that because they have like Megumi, who's like hardcore, like in love with Donji, and we see at the end of season one, Donji kind of has the same feelings for her a little bit. Little so bit. I feel like they'll get shipped together, and then I feel like. You you will get shipped with Mirai, and then like that way it'd be like, oh, Donji is actually his older brother kind of scenario. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good description of like basically season two and in a yeah. nutshell. But let's let's talk about some of our favorite card fights. How about all right, all right? Yeah. Okay. Can you guess what my favorite one is? Uh, it's probably gonna be Toya versus Donji. Season two, I'm going to say. Yeah, it is actually. That yeah. was that was a really good fight. It was a really good fight. A lot of the basically, basically, so so basically after uh Mirai finds out that Donji is her brother and that everyone's been lying to her, she has like a mental breakdown in a yeah. sense, which is really sad and stuff. And basically, uh, you know, he she, she challenges uh uh blackout to like a big battle. Like against the like the yeah. clans and stuff, I guess the teams, and it's like, oh, we're gonna fight here in Nagoya Castle, and you have to keep going mm-hmm. up and up and up and stuff, mm-hmm. and stuff. It was, it was and a it's fun just like, like premise. It was a really fun premise, and all the fights were actually really good. We we have a we, uh, we got one of them. Oh my god! Shut up. <laughs> so I, that, that, I forget his name. He's not very important, but he's just like another member. I think of the it's team like Taku- Tayaka or something. Takuya. I don't. It starts with a T. I forget what. Um, but he's just this guy who's always there. He's in this like blue suit. He's got like he actually has, I actually really like his design. Eyes. His design's pretty cool. Yeah, he looks cool, and like he's one of the more like recurring like members who he kind of like helps out Yu Yu a lot. He was he was there like when when he, he was trying to freak the start. Though he's like, why does this nuke get all the special treatment from Donji? Uh, then he's uh gets over it or whatever. Oh um, yeah, he's there, and they're they're going up against the first person who's uh the caretaker lady. For Mirai, mm-hmm. he's like, "Don't worry, guys, I got this." And Toya's like, "I actually really you like sure, her." Tech. You sure, you I got this? Like, yeah, I got this. And yeah, he's like, got this. Well, you're like super strong. Yeah, he's like, well, you're super strong. I was like, "Of course." I was like, "Well, maybe he'll get like a moment to shine." Besides, be like, "Oh yeah, he's helping us rebuild the the, the merry-go-round," or "Oh yeah, he's here to like help us train." It was like, nope, he just gets shut out immediately, and it's just... It's uh, okay, he's good with a hammer. He's good with a hammer, though. He's, he's practical. Hammer, he's practical. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, we didn't see his fight. But that, no, uh, no. But, but that, that's what, like, not important. type he uses at all, but that would, it would be fun I think I think it's supposed to be, like, uh, heart... What the hell? Why am I forgetting names right now? The Magnolia deck that freaking Megumi uses. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be. I don't remember though. Then Megami wins with the same deck. So what can I say? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but basically, we have a uh, we have Megami versus Haruka. And Haruka uses this deck called Meteors. It's pretty cool. I'm not gonna go into details about it, but I'll basically say it's a fun deck to play. Uh, and then we have a. Uh, we have uh, Yu Yu versus Shinobu, which is this other God, kid Shinobu. who's super annoying. Yeah, he's, he's probably he's probably the I, like scared. actively disliked in the show. Like Mirai, like I'm not a fan of her, but like I get why she's there, so I don't hate her. So you so yeah. you like you hate you think Shinobu is worse than Mirai? Yes, I do not like Shinobu at all. Yeah, Shinobu is oh, great, but his deck is super fun to play. I will say, I played. The, be fun. I have played. I have played the Greedon deck, Falcon. It is super fun to play. Okay. But I, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you what. It's actually kind of funny because when I was discussing it with my friend about like who would win, we were, I would probably be like, I think Shinobu is gonna like misplay. He would have won if he just did not rely on just Greedon only. If he just played another nice. rear guard, he would. If he attacked, I think it was like the his his second to last turn. He would have. He would have won. Because he, he, he was like at five damage at one point. If he just attacked, he would have won, I think. So I, it's kind of like on him. I, I kind of like his gimmick because he's kind of like a selfish little brat who only kind of relies on himself. That's going to say with his Vanguard, he only relies on his Vanguard. Everything else gets like sucked into it. So, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but Greedon's a pretty fun deck. Shinobu sucks. I hate him. I think he's probably. I think anyone watches this show, they'll probably hate him. And yeah, then we like, got the start. I was like, he's kind of interesting. He's kind of like a mischievous, like ambitious kind of like antagonist. And then, like, in the end, when he finally loses, he just runs away. And I'm like, I mean, he is a kid, and that's a very kid thing to do, but I still just, I don't like him, which is sad because I normally like the little shit, like kid characters in shows. <laughs> like, one of my favorite characters in Fruits Basket very much is like a little shit, kind of like jerky little kid, but I kind of like him because it makes sense. But he has more depth to him than just like, haha, I'm going to beat you. Da, 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 da. I lost. Oh no, I'm running away. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, he, he was one of the few characters that had, like, no depth to him. He was very much just like, I want to beat you. It'll be fun. Oh, no, I lost. I'm going to cry and run home now. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Pretty fun. That was, uh-huh. that, was only, that was only at the end of the, the ramen episode. The other one, the, the yeah. final one, he, he stayed. Oh, that's true, watch. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the next fight, which uh, probably that fight was probably my least favorite, the Yu Yu versus uh, Shinobu mm-hmm. fight. Cause I, I really like the, the Haruka versus uh Megumi fight. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And then we have the uh the uh Tamari versus Masanori, the fight that I did not expect at all to happen, to be perfectly honest. I thought yeah. Toya was gonna fight Masanori, but I didn't holy too. crap. That was a great I, moment. And the one fighting him is me. It's like she sets it up like, oh, the one who brings everyone together. Like this person of team blackout. Me, Tamari me. Feto. And Toya's like, what? It's like, I got this. You save your strength. I got it. That was fun. I liked it. It was it was it was a pretty good fight though. It was pretty action packed and jam packed and, and stuff and everything. And then we get to my favorite fight of uh we get to my favorite fight of uh the the lot. It's a uh, Toya versus Donji. Mm-hmm. I'll go into more details about that in a second. And then the final fight is just Yu Yu versus Mirai. And yep. uh yep, they only Seventeen Black. I only got one loss technically, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no name guy. <laughs> no, name, no name guy. Oh my god. <laughs> go with go with the hammer. Go with the hammer. Yeah, go with, go with the hammer. <laughs> but basically, I uh, shop with them that one time. It's like, whoa, bro, look at this. You got to run this if you're playing this clan. L- uh, let me let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. How many yeah. times have you seen a fight or a card battle in like Yu Gi Oh or or anything in general, like a fight, like uh-huh. a fist fight or a card battle where these two characters have fought in? And you're cheering for one character, but the next time they fight, you cheer for the ne- the other character. How many times Not did that happen? Often. That happened in this anime. 
you, yeah. you can say attest to that. But because basically, I was, I was we're on this one because I was like, I want them both to win. Like, I prefer Donji over Toya, but I'm also like, Bro, you have to give credit Toya to Toya for his smart plays. Yeah. You have to give him credit for yeah. his smart play. Yeah. I was literally clutching this deck when I when the very first time I watched the episode when it like came out. I'm like, oh my god, I really, I, I like, it. I love, I love him. Oh my god, oh my god. I'm like, god, I, I, dude, dude. I'm like, dude, you should have seen me. I'm like, it was a lot of ups and downs. He brings out the grade four. Donji brings out the grade four. I'm just like, oh my god, it's back to Toya turn. He's gonna win. Let's freaking go. He doesn't do it. It's so sad. It's Donji's turn. I'm like, fuck, Donji's gonna win. Oh my god. And then Donji's like. You planned this, didn't you? And I'm like, what is he talking about? And then it's like all of a sudden, oh, you didn't, you didn't, you fully guard against this attack, so I would soul charge. I wouldn't be able to soul charge fully. I'm like, oh my god, Toya is so big brain. Let's freaking go! He finally beat him like fully for once, compared to like the last time where it was like no soul. This time he had the full soul, and it was so great. And I loved the fight. It was just so action packed and so good. Oh my god. Whew. Sorry, I will say I, I think I, the I, fights I, in season two are better. We did see more of like the scenes of the two monsters fighting it. Oh out, yeah, that was fun for Vanguard. Oh um, yeah, yeah. The fights in season two were a lot better, definitely, especially mm-hmm. like the final five. Mm-hmm. It, it was all great. And then, and then, and then, I really, I really just like the the the, the, the Donji versus Toya round three. It's probably my favorite mm-hmm. one so far in the show, to be honest. I really love it. The 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 energy behind it, like the 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 words, like they're always like exchanging banter. All the banter, like yeah, exchange yeah. between the characters during the fight, is great too. Especially yeah, in this yeah. part, especially with the with the uh, Tomari versus uh, uh, Masa. Masa. Why am I forgetting his name? Masa the Nori. monk Masanori. Masa Nori, thank you. The Masanori versus the, the banter they exchanged was pretty great. They had a great banter. They were they were a lot of fun. And then we get to the final fight of the season: Yu Yu versus Mirai. It's actually their round mm-hmm. two because they've actually fought once, and Mirai won. Uh, this was actually a pretty good fight. Uh, it, it actually it was, it was really good too. It had a lot of they had the two insert songs playing. Uh, you know, it was actually <laughs> close because you couldn't really tell who was gonna win because you know you was about to no, win and she just draws the- out like right before the last round, like because uh, whenever you was about to win, they always like close up of his face where he's just smiling, and then he has like some really cool combo moment that happens. Uh, but here, uh, he does that and he had this cool scene of like uh. Mirai's monster and his monster is like going at it and fighting, and then she's just like perfect block at the last second. And it like cuts out, then it goes like her turn. It was just really cool how they did it. I thought it was. And then she fun. draws like the over trigger, and it, it mm-hmm. kind of like helps that she draw the over trigger because it's like if you're earnestly fighting with each other, mm-hmm. you know, because you, your your cards will respond to you. Because the point that you yeah. was trying to tell Mirai is that you should you don't have to like don't stress out, don't worry, just by earnestly be honest with everyone and be happy. Like be yeah. more happier than what you're being told. Feel what you want to yeah. feel, basically. Yeah, and you know, much. she smiles for like the very first time, and she's having fun with the game. <laughs> Yu Yu obviously wins, but it was still a very close game. It could have gone either way, and it was really good. It was a really yeah, good yeah, game. Like now it's all over. My team's gone. And he's like, no, it's just beginning. Like this isn't the end of anything. Like exactly. You can know, basically, uh, yeah, you know for for real. I know I've been gushing about it, but what's what was your what was your favorite card fight in the whole anime? I've kind of mentioned all the highlights and everything, but yeah. I think honestly, my favorite. I think that Yu uh, Yu versus Donji, the first one, was a lot of fun. Oh, you mean Evan episode three? Yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot. That was a pretty yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty great. I like the uh, animation for that too. Besides that one, probably the Mirai versus Yu Yu. I just thought it had a lot of great moments. The first one or the second one? The second one. The so the finale. I wish we know what she said about his deck in the first one because I don't have the audio, but she apparently says something like. 
really rude or like bad about yeah, this deck. Like, oh, I used to play that deck, and then like it just cuts out the audio, and you see like her mouth move, and everyone gets shocked, and then uh, all the black uh, blackout people get like really mad at the dungeon. Like, I'm sorry, she's not. She didn't used to be like this, and like he just like grabs her and like leaves. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, I, I really wish we know like what she actually said about it. Uh, but I just I'm curious. But yeah. Those are probably two of my favorites. Yeah. Is there but, any other favorite moments you want to mention? Or should we move on to our new segment? We should move on to the new segment because uh, we're going to have to start wrapping this up soon. Can, can you guess what the new segment is? No. It's something no. very easy. It's something very easy, actually. It's something that we should have probably been doing since the beginning, to be perfectly honest. What we want in the future, what we're expecting, okay. things like that. So basically, like we should just talk about like what's to come, what we want to mm -hmm. see more of and stuff like that. You know, I figured it'd just be something we could briefly talk about. Okay. It's pretty nice. So basically, we already know season three has been confirmed. Uh, what do we expect to see? What do we expect to see? Okay. Do you want me to go first? Because I already have thoughts sure. about this. <laughs> Basic. So okay. So even though Mirai Toya was like the main bad guy in season one, and and Masanori mm -hmm. was the main bad guy in season two. I'm sorry. And uh, Mirai was the main bad guy in season two. Masanori has been like the, the like the, the behind the scenes bad guy for like mm. all of this. He has been yeah. like the shadow leader. He kind of like messed with uh he messed with Toya. He messed with uh Daybreak with like he was the one who suggested mm -hmm. the burning of the banners in the first place. And then we kind of see like at the end you you watched after the credits, right? Yeah. We saw the scene with him like recording something and it goes to like a scene. I don't know. I got I'm thinking maybe he's like an alien. Probably not though. I'm probably just overthinking it. I don't. I have no idea. Maybe he's like no. an alien recording to like an alien species or something, or maybe he's just recording like an empty room. Because we didn't see anybody in the room that he was recording to. But anyway, I feel like season three is gonna focus on him. We're gonna find out like what his deal with because obviously we have no, we don't really know much about him. Like the episode no. where he talked about like his monk thing, that was obviously fake. That wasn't real. Yeah, that was to that was totally fake. <laughs> but like yeah, you, like, you, you, you've like met, seen yeah, many episodes yeah, where like he's been like the like the. the instigating a lot of people's actions and stuff so he's probably gonna be the main focus i also want to like to see stuff with like mira mire in like the future as well like maybe it's her like her, definitely another card fight with her in it as well uh, i don't know I, again i kind of feel like her and you are going to be shipped together maybe mm -hmm. I, I could be reading the reading it wrong but i feel like that's what maybe the future has in store for that Very and i obviously want to see i actually want to see more toya fights because i like the i like the bastion so maybe some new cards would be great and uh, just more awesome character moments like we've seen and everything. Yep. And that's kind of everything I expect. What about you, Falcon? Anything you want to you wanna see? Uh, I really want to see a little more about how the clans are laid out here. Because um, like I said, I only watched, I got, I think, half of the, like, the second season of the original show. And just what little I've done looking into clans now. It seems like those are like old clans. Now they're all kind of like renamed and they're new clans, uh, potentially. Um, so I, I kind of would like to see either old clans and what they would be now, uh, if they're like a different name or if just bringing in some of the older ones, I think could be fun. Uh, cause it seems like I caught on one of the episodes when it was talking about like Donji and Mirai's past. It seems like this is in like a different universe than all the other old Vanguard I... shows were. Cause it seems like he was watching a Vanguard show on TV, like in the background, like you heard, like what it sounds they like. They were, yeah. The there was also so, an episode where, uh, where uh, I forget. It was kind of weird. It was like you use family was just like watching a Vanguard commercial, just like yeah. randomly. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Um, 
So I, I would personally, just for me, I'd like clarification. This is like same universe or like different universe where Vanguard's just like a property and stuff. Because on the original, like the original show, essentially the Vanguard monsters were actual monsters on this other planet called Kray. And when you were playing the game, you were essentially summoning the power of the monsters from this planet to fight fight with you. Um, and this one seems like it's more of just it's a card game that exists uh, and like kind of like a different universe kind of, uh, which isn't super important. I would just like to know. I do think, though, I want Masanori to still be the big bad. So the fact we know there is a season four coming as well, I think I'd like for him to have like kind of be masterminding one more thing for like another like villain in like the third season to finally like have the fourth season maybe wrap it up to where like, they finally get rid of Masanori or whatever and stop whatever his big bad plot would be. Um, otherwise, for what I want, I just want to have some more cool fights, some new uh, cards that would be fun. Uh, oh, I think yeah. it could be fun to have somebody play with like a different either like archetype or like a different set of cards there. Um, it's like if like, for example, like not necessarily you because I like his, his archetype a lot, but if he was like still Dragon Empire, but one of the different clans in the Dragon Empire, um, something similar to that. Well, so like if Tamari was still with her, whatever it was called, but not Space the... Police. Yeah, the Space Police kind of deal. Um, yeah, that could be fun. But otherwise, uh, I just kind of wanted to keep doing what it's doing. I've liked it so far. I think it's been doing it really well. Yeah, why don't we move on to our ratings then? I feel like that's a good All place right. to end the new segment. Yes, I guess I can go off with my ratings first and foremost. Go ahead. Um, so, would I recommend this to a first-time anime viewer? Uh possibly if they like card games i would probably recommend it if they don't like card games maybe not um not that there's anything wrong it's a fairly simple anime i just feel like this would not be the best anime to show a first-time person i think there's better animes to get them hooked um but that's if they like board games and card games a lot it has that element to tie them over into it why is there no board game help. anime <sighs> there isn't it actually is there that could be a great idea hmm Something to think about. Um, would I recommend it for an anime veteran? I would say so. If you if you don't mind the card fighting aspect to it, uh, this has just like some really fun character stories. Not every character gets the focus, but the ones they focus on do very are done very well. Uh, the designs by Clamp are really great. The animation itself is fine. Uh, as far animation as an actual rating, I think I'm going to give it a seven. I think it does a lot of things very well. Um, it does feel like, though, they have, like, two season arcs playing, like, the way season one ended. Like, I know you told me it was, like, two seasons, but I thought it was just, like, the length of two seasons of, like, a normal anime and the 25 episodes. Because season one felt like it kind of ended just in the middle of a story to me. Um, season two felt like it wrapped up in a lot better place. Um, uh, I feel like it was really well done. I kind of wish the more the characters got the spotlight and the focus, which they might in the new season. Who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah, seven's good. It's an overall a fun show. If you're watching it, you just watch an anime. If you're specifically wanting to watch a card fight anime, they don't focus on the fights too much. So, you know, just have that as like a little like notion in your mind. Like just as an overall anime, I think it's a seven. As an actual card fighting anime, like a Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, they don't focus on that too much. But if you're okay with that, I think you're you're in for a good ride. All right, Condor. I'm just, I'm just really ha I'm just really happy you enjoyed this show because I was kind of a little yeah. hit or miss if you would enjoy it to be honest. I mean, I like the original one. The only reason I stopped was I at the time it was only available on YouTube and I couldn't remember where I was because uh, before they put it in like a playlist and I couldn't remember and then I just got tired of trying to figure it out. And I just stopped trying. Uh, but yeah, you know, maybe uh, we'll go back and watch those one day. Who knows? 
Card fight, Vanguard, Overdress. Yeah. Seasons one and two. I heavily agree with a lot of what Falcon said. Would I recommend this to a first-time anime fan? Probably not. While the anime is simple, as Falcon has said, the concept is a little weird, and I feel like it wouldn't be really good for a first-timer anime. Maybe if, as if Falcon said, if it's a, if they're into card games, hell yeah, mm-hmm. I would recommend it. Maybe, probably not, though, because this game doesn't really teach the basics of uh, Vanguard at all, to be perfectly honest. So they might be a little confused. Maybe they could pick up on it as like it goes, but like it's not very. Again, it's not a very hard game to like learn. So, uh, but I would definitely recommend it to like an uh someone who hasn't watched it yet, mm-hmm. or like someone who's like looking for a new anime. Like, hey, try this one. It's pretty, pretty neat. Maybe you can go watch the old ones after you're done, or something. Depends on what that person wants to do. But uh, I really enjoyed this show. Animation was beautiful. Music was fun. The characters were nice. The card fighting was great. I, I really appreciate the fact that it wasn't like a big advertisement compared to like most like Yu-Gi-Oh! And like there's an actual like story compared to just like uh, barely a story and like barely characters. There's like a story. And there's a story here and there's characters here. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to bump it up a tiny bit. I'm going to give this a 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. It got me into playing Vanguard a little bit. I kind of like Vanguard more than Yu-Gi-Oh! now. Well, each game has like their own like ups and downs. Yeah, I just think I just think Vanguard's more fun and it's more easier to pick up and yeah. It's simpler. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a lot more can, uh, complicated. And it, in a sense, it's not that complicated once you know it, but you really have to stay on top of all your card effects. To where here all the card effects are fairly simple. Each card yep. has no more than one or two. We're like some yep. Yu-Gi-Oh! cards like you can do one of these four things, and it's like, wait, what? Yep. Like, what are you talking about right now? Oh, that card doesn't do that. Yes, actually, it does. Look at oh, it's, yeah. Also, I, I, shout I out, shout out to the segments after the sh- ep- each episode was over where they explained one card. Shout yeah. out to those; those were pretty cool. They did pretty well, especially all the Toya ones where he's talking so fast and they mm-hmm. cut him off. Those yeah. were pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> or the one where where freaking you you just yeets Trickstar. Did you see yeah, that one? Was, uh, I think <laughs> it was the one where uh, the caretaker lady was talking. At the end, she's talking about like how evil things can be, and at the end, it would always say like "see you next time," and it'd have Trickstar hold, just holding up like a sign or whatever. And at the end of that one, Trickstar shaking because he's like scared of the lady. He's like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, <laughs> they had little fun like details like that. Yeah, they had uh, little fun ones. Those, those are pretty yeah. good moments as well. But yeah, this seven point five. I give it a seven point five. Falcon gives it a seven. We generally enjoyed this page. anime. We're basically yeah. on the same page, so it's really fun. I really love it. I can't wait for season three. I'm super excited. Summer can't come faster enough. I'm actually really looking forward to this. So I, I love Vanguard. I, I, I love Vanguard. I Just to let people know, we, me and Falcon found a website where we found like a lot of the starter decks for cheap, but I literally just bought the four other ones I don't have. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not too bad on Amazon either. I looked at a lot of them on Amazon right now are like 5 to $7. Uh, so if you're interested in wanting to buy a starter deck, they're not too bad right now. Um, give it a shot. Uh, but yes, so that has been our episode for this week. We hope you all liked it. And if you did, you can also follow us on Twitter for any and all updates on the podcast, as well as the fun, occasional anime-related tweets. We also have a Discord. You can hop in if you're watching the video. That link is on the screen and in the description of that video. If you're on audio, it is on the description of the podcast page and in each episode as well. 
You can find that. Click on that link, and uh, it'll take you where you need to go. You can find myself and Condor here pretty much anytime we're free. Uh, and we're always game to chat more anime, take show recommendations, and whatever else you want to talk about. We're all about just chatting with people whenever we can. So that is it. And now it is time for us to unveil what next week's episode is. I don't even know what it is. What are we going to be talking about? Condor. What are we watching? All right, Condor. It is a season of a show we've already talked about. But a new season. Oh, is, is it Kirk? Is it basket? Is Kirk back to season three? Yeah, we're gonna do season three of Kroko's basketball. I, I confirmed this morning that the dub was up. I thought it was. I kind of think the movie's already on there, but I could be wrong. I think the movie could did, just be coming. The, the, I told you the dub was like on like two months ago or something. Yeah, I just forgot. And then I was this morning. I was like, I kind of want to go on and finish it. So hell yeah, week, that's a we're jam gonna right be there. wrapping up the third season of Kroko's basketball. Uh, I, I assume be you the play by plays real, real quick before you, yeah. we end it. Are we gonna do a separate episode on the movie? I yeah. assume. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Because so I've not seen the movie, so that's the, that's the new thing the for me. Uh, I think, like I said, I think it's on Netflix, or if not, it's coming fairly soon. So I want to go and get the season wrapped up. Then we can do a movie, and then we're just done. We have wiped our hands of all of Kuroko, you know. But I don't want to. I like Kuroko. I really like Kuroko too. It's like it's my favorite show. But uh, yeah, uh, just going to get that over with before we like forget absolutely everything from the other seasons, you know. <sighs> But anyway, this has been the Bird Brothers Podcast. Tune in next week for some basketball action. And uh, we hope you all enjoy your week. I will finally have a real-life basketball, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? knows? Yes. Anyway, this has been the Bird Brothers. Until next week, we're flying out. Caw-caw!